0: Feels good to be back, uh smelling that fresh planet Earth air. I don't mind saying so myself. Sunday night, late at night, or Monday morning, early in the morning, whatever it is for you, if you're in traffic, if you're in your car, if you're on the uh, the old public transit. Uh, yeah, I hope you have a good day. Hope you have a good week. I hope you have a solid one. Set yourself up right. Tonight I'm about to watch an episode of the Critic Season One, episode number six, Eyes on the Prize. Let's just go ahead and start it. Here we go in three, two, one, play. All right, got a little bit of, got the Twin Towers there. New York City, New York City, the big schnapple. Empire State Building and a museum. Central Park. They're basically showing everything in the show. So what's the critic about? I have no idea. We're going to take a look. I mean, what do I think it's about? I mean, I have an idea. I have an idea this show used to play for myself or what I remember either on YTV late at night on Fridays Saturdays or Sundays one of those you know really late night shows or it would play sometimes maybe on Teletoon. but I want to say YTV right after Duckman or right before Duckman right in the same lineup that's where it belongs right now he's looking in some panties. I'm going to go ahead and take a look at the critic see what they have to say How's your weekend going? How you guys doing? How you guys feeling? Let me know in the section, comment section out there somewhere. All right. Here we go. The Critic. Interesting. Who created this? What's this made for? Well, we know it's for an adult. All right. The Critic is an American primetime adult animated sitcom revolving around life of New York film critic Jay Sherman voiced by actor John Lovitz John Lovitz he's also the voice of the radio in Brave Low Toaster right. apparently he's uh, had a bit of a, a bit of a hard man to deal with from what I hear but you knows? I mean, everybody has their their off day right you gotta give them the benefit of doubt until you meet that person that's what I say anyways it was created by writing partners LJ and Mike Rice who had previously worked as writers and showrunners Season three and four of The Simpsons. The critic had twenty three episodes produced, first broadcast on ABC in ninety four, and finished its original run on Fox in nineteen ninety five. Okay. Episodes features movie parodies with notable examples including a musical version of Apocalypse Now, Howard Stern's End Howard's End, uh Honey I Ate the Kids, basically Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and Sons of the Lambs. But what is the show about? What are they what do they say? The show follows the life of a 36-year-old critic from New York named James Prescott Sherman. His televised review show is called Coming Attractions, which airs on the Phillips Broadcasting Cable Network. He is widely considered to be cold, mean-spirited, and elitist. His signature line upon seeing a terrible movie is, it stinks. Each episode is full of film references and parodies. Some of the secondary characters that are part of Jay's story include his nutty adoptive father, his well-meaning son Marty, the Australian movie star Jeremy Hark, Margot, the 17-year-old biological child, and his adoptive parents, his snid, makeup Larry Doris, Lady Doris, sorry, and his boss Duke Phillips. In the second season, Jay acquired a love interest, a southern woman named Alice Tompkins, who later becomes his long-term girlfriend. There's a picture of John Lovitz, 23 episodes of the show, first season on ABC, which is what we're watching right now on ABC. Yeah, version. Know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you my history or what I remember from the show. There's not a whole lot I could say, but like I said, I just remember this show playing Friday nights and or Saturday nights on, te- on YTV or teletune. Uh one of the two. I'm going to say YTV. I'm going to go with YTV. And it would have been around 1 a.m., Midnight, 1 a.m. somewhere in that range. Does that make sense to you? I mean, for you Canadians out there, if that makes sense, that's where I remember seeing it. I don't remember watching it in '94, '95. I would have seen it maybe more '97, '98, maybe early 2000s. Uh, but for some reason, I always remember Duckman when I see the show. Duckman's more prevalent in my mind than the critic. But, however, the character is still popular to some degree considering, you know, with all things considered, the amount of exposure it got didn't get very much and there's no internet back then. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm saying this for myself. I mean, I'm just saying that this show um, definitely has a memory gland for, for itself. I don't know if that's the same for you guys. Let me know. So he's supposed to be some kind of elitist. Let's go ahead and take a look here in the Wickham spin uh, Crossovers. I don't want to fucking read all this. But anyways, guys, go check out Wikipedia. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Mystery Science Theater 3000. What's Mystery Science Theater 3000? There's a logo right here for it. Some sort of award? Some sort of award? Mystery Science Theater, abbreviated as MST3K, is a science fiction comedy series created by Joel Hon- Hansen. The show premiered on KTMA-TV, now WUCW in Minneapolis, Minnesota. What is this? I'm intrigued. See what happens when you find one showing you start going down the rabbit hole. History Science Theater 3000. Oh, there's actually a website for it. Go to... Well, hang on a sec. Yeah, there's a website for it. Go to mst3k.com and now you're going to click. There's Patton Oswalt. Okay. I recognize a few other characters. A the guy second on the right. What is this? What is this show? Click on it. This is a show that has its entire own, you know, website dedicated to it. Satellite of Love, LLC. All rights reserved. Very cool. Season 3 visitors will be able to buy tickets to live stream events. $10 each. 25 events. Season pass, 135 theater. It's theater. It's theater on the internet. Here we go. Now it's own virtual theater. Very cool. So yeah, go check that out. I don't know, they had a really cool logo. If you take a look at it, it looks like a the moon carved with some kind of... I thought it was an award. An award of some sort. But it wasn't. We're back to the critic. He's pacing around. Is that supposed to be his boss? So, yeah, who created the show? I think we went over that. But what else did these guys create? Is that it? This is... See Mike Reese, producers. We want the creator, the animator. Film Roman LLC is an American paid animated studio. Okay, they're the they're the company that created this. Okay, created by Al Al Gene. What else has he worked on? He's an American writer, animator, and producer. Jean is well known for his work on The Simpsons. Okay, born in Detroit. I uh, worked on Alf, Johnny Carson. Okay, now let's go back and let's take a look at his, at the other guy that worked on it, Mike Reese. So Mike Reese is a television com- comedy writer and author. He worked on The Critic. He created and wrote the web cartoon Queer Duck, and also. Worked on screenplays including Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, Simpsons movie, and My Life in Ruins. All right. So that's what they worked on. Very cool. Was this, uh, this might have been one of those university stri- you know, thesis projects turned into, you know, from pilot turned into hit series for two seasons. Now, from what I saw, there's extras on this for the die. You know, the diehard hardcore fans out there that want more on this, uh, you can find it. I think there's a few extras out there. We'll go ahead and take a look at that after. Just give you an idea of what they are. If I can remember. Otherwise, well, will be adios. Most likely adios, but we'll get your hopes up. You know what this show reminds me of? I know what you're going to say. You're going to say Dilbert. does. reminds me of Dilbert. Reminds me of Dilbert mixed with Beavis and Butthead. Late night comedy. Duckman. Can't say it enough. And now he's got his bitch tits. Hanging out. Working hard. Jay Sherman. Shermanator. Do they ever call him the Shermanator in any of the episodes? Oh, they better. Sony Pictures Television made this. John Levins is the star. Uh-huh. I don't know about you, but it's 2.30 in the morning where I am. Just felt like doing a little episode. Felt like tuning in, tuning along, and staying up to date with current affairs. See what's going on. All right, Bernie Wasserman, talent agent. That's right, Bernie. We've got guests coming in. feels a little bit when you got that saxophone playing you got that calm New York jazz skyline you know transitioning into a building with a little bit of that Seinfeld flair and flavor you know reminds you a little bit of Salmon Max right you guys remember Sam and Max that was a good show that's a great show had a few had a few games had a few things for it wasn't there a movie the last thing I remember was there's a Wii game salmon max that's pretty cool the fact that they even had the audacity to fucking you know what company's gonna say yes to a salmon max game whoever did honestly not one but two right there's two salmon max games maybe they did so well they were they did their market research and you know things turned out but not well enough for the wii u and not well enough for the switch good enough for the wii that's all we need that's all we ask What do you need? Remember the uh, Harvey Birdman game? That's another good show to watch. Especially on a Sunday night. Right now we're watching The Critic. It's a living hell. It's kind of tough to watch a show. i got to be honest with you. Uh, It was the same way I remember it all those years back. That's the thing. It was a show. I just remember having it on because I wanted to be able to stay up and see what else was on cable. See what else was on the network. You know, they would play Rocket Power and Fairly Odd Parents during the day. But then somehow at night, they'd have anime and shows like this, and then you're going, what else have you got? And then, you know, your parents are downstairs. They're watching their movie they rented. And you're upstairs or you're downstairs, wherever it is. You're watching YTV, midnight, 1230, going on 1 a.m., and you're going, I want to see what's next. It's usually Duckman or The Critic. Am I I fucking right? Meh. Most of the time it was but if you were lucky enough you don't know, you flip that channel get yourself get your ass over Teletoed or you know Cartoon Network essentially and then you got the tick on there late night tick you got yourself a little bit of you got the Simpsons Simpsons another good show to watch late night Speaking of Simpsons actually we picked up uh, the Disney plus uh, thing there we tried it out for a little bit I'm gonna say it's not that bad I think we're going to get bored of it maybe after a month or two, to be quite honest. Even though they have new stuff coming out, that's fine. But um, the way we watch our stuff and the way we, you know, we get bored pretty quick. So, but it's not bad. I'm going to say the quality. And when I say that, I mean, we've been watching The Simpsons uh, season eight, season nine. And I thought that was, you know, going to look a lot newer, but it wasn't. I mean, The Simpsons is old. Think about it. Simpsons has been around forever, right? Literally forever. So, you know, they, whatever, float your boat, Futurama Simpsons, family guy Sunday night, as long as you're hanging out, having a good time, getting your shelf all prepped up and ready for the week, got your sandwiches all all stacked up, got your soups all boiled up, fucking filled up your, your thermos, you know, everything you need, it's all set. It's the way to go. So right now, Critic is on TV and I'm fucking bored. I don't know what to do. What else is there? What else is there? Let's go on Wikipedia and see what the fuck they have. Hallmarks, much like the opening sequence of The Simpsons with its chalkboard, sax solo, and couch gags. The Critic has a distinctive opening sequence featuring minor gags. Okay, Jay is always awakened by a disquinting phone call or radio news report. And eventually watches a clip that parodies a well-known movie before delivering the same negative opinion. Okay, it stinks. So, okay, they do a little opening that's different, kind of like The Simpsons, a big whoop. Later analysis, AOL TV published an article in 2009 entitled Gone Too Soon, the critic in which they analyzed the cancellation of the show. It said the creators and Love It seem to care about the show, and there are always talks cropping up about reviving the critic. Okay, well that was in two thousand nine they talked about it. Now look here, the last thing I can see here, look at this. On June eighth, two thousand twenty one, Mill Creek Entertainment re-released the critic. The complete series on DVD in region one. As of two thousand twenty one, the series can be viewed uh, for free on Crackle. Okay. So John Levitt's your fucking show. shit. It's uh oh nominated, I guess. It's nominated for Gracie Films and Film Roman. Annie Award for Best Animated Television Program. Very cool. They were nominated. And they were nominated as well. That was great to film. You know, I don't want to take anything away from the uh, creators and whatnot. But uh, it is what it is. It's a show that is getting a little bit of attention right now from itself. Not going to get much more in in the future because it's uh, stale. Stale and smells smells of dust. And it's just been a while. It's just been sitting there, and it really hasn't aged that well. And uh, all I can think about is John Lovitz's annoying voice after a while. It just goes, you, you know, you go, that's why they don't fucking put that guy in cartoons anymore. I mean, in the 90s, there was a time for John Lovitz, him that. He had a unique voice. Uh, you know, I think of the radio, like I said, radio from Brave Little Toaster. But you know, nothing too wowing. Like uh, what's his face? The Voice of Toucan Sam from uh, from Aladdin. There, Gilbert Gottfried. Now that's now that's a voice. <laughs> Where are we at in the uh, the episode? Keanu Reeves. Hey, that's supposed to be Keanu Reeves. Look at that. Look how they drew him. Huh? Oh, Stop. <laughs> That character does look like John Lovitz. I'll give him that. Now, John Lovitz had his moments, right? I mean, he was a funny cat. He was on Saturday Night Live. He had his thing as Mojo. I don't want to take anything away from him. Who the fuck am I to take anything away from John Lovitz, right? But I'm just saying, for my, you want to be a critic? You want to fucking have a, you know, a show called The Critic? Well, you know, give him my critique on the fucking show. So, you know, day, it's fucking boring. Sorry, John Lovitz. Maybe you. You know, the, you know, out of all the show, out of the entire show, the only positive thing I have to, sh- I have to say is John Lovitz's voice. I a, it's quite a, enjoyable to hear that character talk. Okay, so it's not that bad. But as far as the rest of the show goes, it just feels fucking boring. There's nothing outstanding that's cartoony. It's, it just feels adult. It feels, you know, when you read the Sunday or the Saturday funnies, well, this one's not funny. That's, what, that's all. It is. It's just not funny and, and maybe it did, maybe coming from me doesn't mean anything that's that's all right but it's I'm just just my opinion from the show from what i remember and if you guys feel differently let me know why you guys like the show why do they why do you guys think they need to bring it back cuz apparently in 2009 they were talking about it about well, bringing it back never happened and for what i'm seeing here yeah that's it you only have the dvd release that came out in 2021 of all fucking years you know it took years to get this show released. I mean maybe there was a, a collector and bunch out there that said, Listen, I don't have this one on D V D. You guys need to fucking get your shit together. And I said, okay, fine. But what did they give you? They give you maybe a few extras? I'm just I'm just scanning right now as I go through to take a look. Okay, here we go. In September two thousand six, IGN ranked the critic ninth on its list of the top twenty five primetime animated series of all time. So it doesn't have love I mean it, it must But if it You know Think about Duckman What's more popular Duckman or The Critic You guys let me know I'm gonna say I fucking wanna know I'm gonna do, do a poll I'm gonna do a poll Cause I wanna fucking know I honestly don't know I'm gonna say Duckman's more popular Than fucking Six seasons right Obviously But The Critic Are there fucking Hardcore fans out there Like seriously Hardcore fans Wait till 2021 To get your DVD Let's, right here. Let's take a look. People Magazine gave it a B, saying the animated series is slyly amusing when sticking it to the showbiz. Taking sarcastic swipes at everyone from Steven Seagal to Gene Shalit. Okay. Oh, man. At its best, it's still several strides behind the savage, protein wit of The Simpsons. No shit, obviously nothing's better than The Simpsons. Yeah, anyways. Oh, let's see this. Siskel and Ebert did a review of the show. It was the only television series they ever reviewed. Some of the criticisms, criticisms they provided, it left unattended to, may have been factors to the show's cancellation. They said the show doesn't have many memorable characters, as The Simpsons obviously, and encourages the writers to work on that. They said the second episode was a letdown because it didn't seem to be about the word, the world of the movie critic, um, and was instead about a single dad and his Iki son. They said the jokes involved Jay's dad, get get, they get tiresome, and that the station boss isn't as sharp a parody as he could be. Okay yeah we get it this, this show has no characters we don't expect it to be like The Simpsons You can't compare it to The Simpsons I would have compared it like I said more to when this show come out this show comes out in 94, 95 oh and then it comes out again in 2000 2001 for 3 to 5 minute segments what's that all about you, anybody know anything about that let's take a look they brought it back. They brought it back when? 2000 and 2001? Is that what it was? Is that what I fucking saw? Yeah, 2000, 2001. So five years later, they're bringing it back. For three to five minute segments. Maybe that's what I remember it from. It's those three to five minute segments. That's why it has... That's maybe what all the extras are all about. Read all about it. Oh uh, critic. John Lovitz is loving John Lovitz has a brother, I think. One of the blues brothers, right? I don't know. Christine Cavanaugh, Garrett Graham, Doris Grau, Judith Ivy, Nick Jameson, Morris Lamarche, Charles Neighbor, Keith Susie. Phil Hartman in this. Trust Michelle. Adam West. Brad Bird. Very cool. Hey, there's a lot of famous actors in there. See, they don't showcase that that much. You have a ton of talent in this show. Guest starring Tom Brady. Did I just see that? They're really trying to be like the Simpsons. There's no reason for them to take that ego. See, that's what I'm saying, John Lovitz. There's no reason to jump that ego so hard. Yeah, we're on ABC. We're on primetime. Yeah, you have 23 episodes. The ratings were good. I'm looking right here. Look, the ratings were good. The first season, that's why they came with a second season. and Then it just died out. It was boring. I felt I felt bored right now. It's 2:30, 8 in the morning, and you got the ending. Hey, it's made by the same people as Simpsons, Gracie Films. That's what it is. That's what the expectation's all about. You know how it is when you when you're Wayne Gretzky or you're Michael Jordan. They want to see what you do next, and usually, whatever you do next ends up being you know overshadowed. But, doesn't mean this show, now that, I, now that I see this show in this light, um, I can definitely understand why it might not be a bad idea to give it another, uh, give it another viewing, another shot. Why not? Maybe give John, I mean, it's up to John Lovitz. Maybe John Lovitz needs to just fucking steam, steamroll this thing and, and say, you know, fuck it, I'm doing it. And uh, next thing you know, you got the critic, you got to come back for one more season, or maybe just have it come back as like... A YouTube short, you know, why not, like Mr. Bean, it doesn't have to be a whole fucking, tw- no one's going to watch 22 minutes of, of that character, I'll give you that, but if you add more characters, maybe, or keep it like they did, three to five minutes, YouTube shorts, little quirky animations, and then start from there, and then grow it, see what happens, 1994, 1995, a long time since then, uh, so there's no guarantee. Even though the nostalgia's there, there's no guarantee. How's about that? Hey, everybody. So, yeah, hope you guys have a good yourselves a good week. Take it easy. Stay peaceful. Stay calm. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to watch some more cartoons. Don't be friend. Also, go check out YouTube and Twitter. Hit the thumbs up. Shut up your ass, as always. And, uh, yeah, go check out all that other good stuff, social media-wise. Tunealong.com. That's the place to be. Till then, uh, we'll be seeing you. Take care. Bye-bye.